Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Hello everyone, I'm Annette McCoy and we do have an amazing show for you today. Aren't we so fortunate here on Angel Heart Radio to have so many interesting and talented guests who we share with you regularly? I hope that you're ready for Deb Goldberg's show later this week and of course Anaya is doing regular shows the Archangel series as well as having other guests and she presented a wonderful show just Monday morning which would have been Sunday afternoon for those of you in the USA and if you go to angelheartradio.com you will be fascinated by Anaya's latest show Back to today, and how excited am I to welcome back to Angel Heart Radio as a very, very special guest, Danny L. Gibbons. Now, for some of you, that might be a name that you recognize. For others, it might be new. Danny L. is an author. She is a mentor. She runs retreats and webinars. She's a lady who is very, very close to Mother Mary, and it excites me very, very much to have Danielle with me. Hello, Danielle. Hey, Annette. It is so great to be back on Angel Heart Radio. I have missed you. (laughs) Oh, and we have missed you. But how exciting what you were doing that prevented you from coming on at this time. It was. It was. It was absolutely fantastic. And um, it was a live uh, uh, online course that uh, was called Igniting Your Glory. And it took place over about 23 weeks. And mm-hmm. it was uh, every Tuesday night, there was a live channel class that uh, I did live streaming. And it, w- it was just a, such a comprehensive incredible course. I took it alongside all the participants and it was life-changing. And so now I'm in the process of editing it and getting it ready to uh, sell the recorded version. So anybody can uh, be a part of the course. The The initial live version was uh, just a short-term registration and then it was closed uh, because mother wanted to just take those people through the class from start to finish. And now I'm able to uh, soon, hopefully uh, the first week of September, I'll be offering it, uh, the recorded version. And I tell you, it was phenomenal and everyone loved it. So I'm, I'm really excited to be able to do that. Fantastic. So how will listeners be able to procure that 
I suggest a visit to your website. <laughs> yes, that'll do it. Belovedpublications.com. And uh, just at the top, you can click on Courses, and there it will be, Igniting Your Glory. Fantastic. So how, aren't we fortunate today with all the technology that is at our fingertips? Because I know you do YouTube uh, clips as well with yes. Mother. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, I was busy filming today and editing. So <laughs> I post them every, uh, every other week on Wednesday. And uh, people are really loving them. They're just fantastic little um, bite-sized uh, pieces of wisdom and love and just, you know, Mother's Grace. She's so awesome. So uh, that is, that's going really beautifully. <clears throat> Lovely. Well, I would like to welcome people who are listening, wherever you may be. And if you are in the chat room, thank you so much for joining us because people in the chat room are able to comment on what's happening in the show. If you would like to ring in today, of course, we would love to speak with you. Now, it is an American number, 714 is the area code. Five eight three five eight, and come join our discussion on living in and through love. And I know that this is a very, very special and crucial message that Mother Mary sp spreads all the time, doesn't she, Danielle? Absolutely, that is her main focus. Everything is about helping people discover what love means to them and living from that place. Mm -hmm. Well, what I've come to realize is that when I'm living through love, there is no room for fear, which of mm. course is awesome. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I, I agree. It's, um, and I think that the, the pivotal aspect of love for me that has, as I'm going deeper and deeper into my spirituality and in, as I'm growing, I'm realizing that I, I have to understand what love means for me. You know, not what the poets say it is or even other teachers or friends or family or community or churches or spirituality, you know, teaching I have to take all that in and distill it down to find my own understanding of what love means to me. And the more I'm able to do that, the easier it is to come from that place because I own it. You know, it's, it's mine. Mm -hmm. And I think for a long time, particularly when I was younger, I kept trying to live through other people's version of love. And it, it just, it was hard. It was really hard and it didn't make sense to me. And I struggled with it um, and felt like at times I was becoming disillusioned with love and never really could understand what it was. And when I started focusing on what it was for me, then it, it just 
opened everything up. It became so much easier, not only to feel it, but then to share it with other people. Fantastic. (laughs) And it does, like everything is different for us. How we, uh, uh, what's the word? How we um, accept whatever's in our life or how we treat it, how we respond. That's the word I wanted. How we respond to whatever is in our lives is different for everybody. And when we accept that, that I am who I am and when I respect and love myself and that for some reason that can be a really big deal while we're in human form. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It sure can. (laughs) No, it's it's so easy. But I tell you what, it's one I've struggled with for quite some time. (laughs) Yes, you and me both. You and me both. Love and respect. That's, uh, yes. You know, and to be able to be comfortable in our own skin, and mm. <laughs> instead of looking in the mirror and going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> right, 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 and uh, having all these expectations that feed our fears. You know, the expectations about how we should look when we do look in the mirror. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the expectations of of feeling not enough or that you should be somewhere other than you are, or I should be uh, more of this or more of that. And that is one, that is a recipe for fear right there. That is one of the biggest ways that I feed my fears is that I should be something, someone, somewhere other than where I'm at right now. Yes. That word should. I have, deleted that from my vocabulary because well done you know mother often asks people at workshops even if that's not even the subject matter she she sometimes just sort of randomly out of the blue says uh okay I want to bring something up I'd like you to take that out of your vocabulary and people are like "Ooh, I don't know can I do that Right. So that's, I, that is so wise of you, Annette, so wise, because I don't know, what, what have we ever really gained from should? I don't think mm-hmm. that's a very loving word or attitude or energy. What I try and do, my intention, Danielle, if I hear myself say should it's I replace it with do I wish to do I want to Mm. because should to me is an obligation right right and uh, there's no point for me to be off to feel obligated it's like well would I like to ring this person would I like to do such and such and if the answer is yes Cool. I go ahead with it. And uh, so, listeners, how, about, how do how you we, respond? How about if we all we start a should jar instead of a swear jar? A should oh, what a jar. good idea. Every time we say should, we have to put a dollar in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the jar is full, we give it away to charity or something like that. <laughs> I love it. It's like it's a burden, you know. Should is a, it's a burden, and 
Mm. I, I don't, it's my belief. And of course, this is just my belief, but I, I don't believe that we're intrinsically here to, 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 to be burdened. I don't, I don't feel that life ever tells us we have to live under these burdens. We do it to mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we make those choices. And, um, and I'm, I'm with you. I should and ought to. Mm-hmm. I, am, uh, I am letting go of those day by day more and more. And I agree. I would much rather, even if sometimes I don't want to do something, um, I, I want to find that engagement point that is positive. Um, if, if I want, if I feel a need to contact someone that I'm not crazy about, or it's, maybe it's kind of heavy when I talk to them, but I do love them and they are in my life. And mm-hmm. I, before I, I make that contact instead of, Oh, you really should call them. You really should call them. I think where's the love, you know, where is that engagement point for me with that person? What do I love about that person? Uh, or what do I love about doing that thing? And when I find the love, what I love about it, what I love about them, or what I love about the, the, the action, uh, it's easy. Then it's easy to mm-hmm. follow through. It's, it's easy to do. And I feel good about doing it. But when I start out with that should or ought to, when I start out under that burden, then I get resentful. And sometimes I take it out on the other person. And, and you know, they didn't ask me. <laughs> To call them and, and dump my resentment on them. Like, I have to start with love. I have to start with love, and then things get easy from there. Right. Yes, love. How wonderful when we this. It's such a feeling, isn't it? Because uh, I realize now I have a a little game I guess you would call it when I'm driving and I like if I can see that somebody's waiting to get into the traffic and it's appropriate for me to stop maybe there's a red light above I let them in and of course the more I do that the more people are courteous to me because that's the flow and so if for some reason somebody bips or they're in a hurry whatever it's wonderful to be able to to wave or smile rather to engage in the negative behavior because hopefully (laughs) well at least it's sending love rather than irritation to those to those people and uh, hopefully it sprinkles a little because Yes, we're all on timelines, and but I have noticed that the more I drive with ease, regardless if for some reason I am running late, it's amazing if I ask for assistance and ask to arrive in perfect time, I do. And if mm. I'm running um late in with a time frame and a couple of minutes i figure you know no it depends on um the other person's watch maybe it'll be on time but if it's it's five or ten minutes 
I let that person know because it's amazing. They will have that time to do something that maybe they've put off because, oh, well, Annette's going to arrive now. Yeah. And so we we do arrive in perfect time. I've taken the pressure off myself because I've let someone know they've got an extra five or ten minutes, whatever. And in this day of technology, my goodness, we can achieve a lot in that five or ten minutes. It's true. It's true. And I, I also think, you know, when I the driving is such a great analogy because people get so crabby sometimes when, you know, when they're driving mm-hmm. and road rage certainly has a long history. Um, and I find that the more I am courteous and letting people in, then I know that I can look at people who are crabby or angry or cutting me off or whatever, you know, there's going to come a day when I'm in a crazy rush and I have not done what you just said. You know, I have not called in or I I have not done what I should have done and I'm going to be the crazy person behind the wheel. And it's amazing when, and that happens so few and far between, but I find that when I do find myself in that place, and I'm being unconscious, and I'm, I'm not choosing love. There are people who are cheerful and wave me through and say, yeah, sure, go ahead, because I've done it so many times for so many people. Um, right. I think that that is also a part of love. You know, love understands that you're not always going to choose love. And so <laughs> love is like, yeah. hey, I've, I've got you. I'm here. It's okay. Yeah. You're going to make it in one piece. Don't worry. (laughs) Beautiful. See, here we are, two of us, looking at something slightly differently. Yeah, exactly. Because if somebody chops me off, um, which is rare these days, I immediately am taken back to a time when I have done that. Right. Or... uh, in a relationship something came up the other day I went oh my goodness this per- mm-hmm. thank you to this person because they had reflected my doings earlier in my life yeah and yeah. so this time I was on the receiving end and it was like oh I don't think I like that <laughs> good thing I don't do that anymore yeah, <laughs> that's that right not feel good. thank you for showing me <laughs> that's right <laughs> And I think that's and love too. You know, love, that's the compassion. And love shows us both sides of our behavior. You know, not just one side, but we get to see both sides of our, mm-hmm. whether it's old behavior, new behavior. Uh, I, and I, I believe love is that sort of, you know, shining light around that event or that experience that says, see, there's two sides to this and uh, isn't it great that you don't do this anymore but at the same time you know you get to love that that old part of yourself you know that was that was hurting or didn't know better or you know wasn't equipped to behave any differently you know you, you're the person you are now gets to sort of reach back in time and say oh honey <laughs> I, I see you you know I see you and it's okay. And also to forgive ourselves. No, not yeah. to, 
because it's so easy to beat ourselves up and go, oh, Mm -hmm. my goodness, (laughs) rather than, well, thanking the person for reflecting our own behavior and also then forgiving forgiving them and also forgiving ourselves because we are in a human body and we are imperfect so there's no point in us wanting to be perfect it's more important (laughs) for us to (laughs) embrace who we are yeah and to do our very best every day and and to acknowledge how we're feeling because okay, yes, I might be angry in a situation. It's how I deal with that anger that is so important. You know, and if I stuff it down and go, oh, no, 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 I'm not angry. (laughs) Well, then I'm doing doing myself a disservice. And I'm speaking to myself at this stage because I know in the past it's been, oh, no, 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 no. One doesn't feel that. Right. Well, guess That's what? Not spiritual, or you know, you you can't be uh, <laughs> aligned with spirit if you're angry. And, and yet, I feel that love is present with the anger, you know, because it's an it's a natural and a normal feeling. And like you just said, it's what you it's not feeling the anger; it's what you do with it. You know, do mm. you take it out on someone else? Do you react? Are you reactive? Or do you just allow yourself to feel it? And, you know, and, and I find that when I just allow myself to feel even really negative emotions, I move through them so much more quickly. I don't get mm-hmm. hooked in them. I don't get trapped there for weeks at a time. Um, I, you know, I tend to have moments of it. Uh, well, I have to admit when was going through my divorce a few years ago. I definitely had more than moments of it. I definitely had some, some long stretches of it, but I never took it out on anybody, including myself, you know, including right. myself. I, I knew that it was normal and natural what I was feeling. And mother was constantly reassuring me. And mm-hmm. as a result, I feel like I came through the whole experience more empowered, more in love with myself, more in love with my life, uh, feeling like stronger and that there was a lot of possibility for me. And, you know, I mean, heck, I, I, uh, after just after the divorce, I finally got my act together and published my book and met you and doing things like this. And, you know, the big online course I just finished, that was a huge undertaking for me. But I did all of that because I allowed myself to feel everything that I was feeling. I did not censor myself. I didn't, I tried very hard not to judge myself. And I feel as though that was the most loving thing I've ever done for myself. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was an extraordinary time because there was a lot of sadness and a lot of anger, a lot of relief. There was just this huge hodgepodge of feelings. And a lot of those feelings were not like happy and rainbows and unicorns. And yet <laughs> letting myself really have it and not, react, not be reactive, not take it out on anybody, it was great. It was, it was mm-hmm. so powerful for me, and I feel much stronger, much more loving as a result 
of, uh, ironically, all that anger that I let myself have. Because mm-hmm. like you, I was very similar. I didn't allow myself those kind of things because that was, you know, nice girls don't get angry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of repression going on there, Annette, I tell you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and I'm paying for mine now because my yeah. body is saying, woo let this go. Right, uh, right. And I'm very yeah. grateful that my body is giving me these messages and yes. that I'm alert the moment and know yeah. that, okay, Thank you, thank you, thank you. See, that is you know, so loving. Body. To pay mm. attention to your body, to listen to your body, to acknowledge your body, and to say, okay, what, what do you need from me? What, what can I give mm. you? you know? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because people it can say, oh, I'm getting older, my body's breaking down. Mm-hmm. And those two statements do not have to go together one does not lead to the other you know our bodies are changing yes however I do not believe that just because I'm aging my body has to ache right or break down per se you know if it's doing that then it's crying out a message for me (laughs) (laughs) the more I ignore the message the more uh, the stronger the message it's like hey pay attention (laughs) (laughs) and I tell you our bodies are masters at getting our attention like nothing else like nothing else it, and I, I agree. I think that's a, that's a beautiful way to look at aging. Um, but yes, my, and I agree, my body is changing, but I don't, it's not about breaking down. It's just about transition. It's about transformation. And I've become mm-hmm. more mm, excited about my body at this age, the, the possi- I feel that uh, shifting certain things about my health and my body are more possible now than they've ever been. And that seems odd to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thank my body. You know, if I can lift my leg up, quite high you know I realize that I am flexible and I go well thank you thank you thank you uh, rather than taking my body for granted you know thank you that I'm able to see thank you that I'm able to hear you know am gratitude. I being yeah gratitude gratitude and forgiveness are two, <laughs> two of my favorite forms of love two of my absolute favorite forms of love Right, and they beca- they are easy. The more we practice, they become habitual. Then, yes. how wonderful! It's true. Cool. And I started out making gratitude lists every day. I had mm-hmm. a friend of mine told me uh, to write down five things I was grateful for, 
uh, and this is at the very beginning of my spiritual life, or, or excuse me, my, my conscious spiritual life, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, and I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I had the willingness to do it because I didn't have any faith in it. I was like, oh, gratitude. That sounds annoying. But I did it anyway. And I was shocked at how many things. She said, you know, it's okay if you repeat things on the list, but try not to. Try to find five different things you're grateful for each day. And I didn't think I'd even be able to fill two every day. And not only did I fill five, but then I expanded that list to 10 things every day. And I did that for years and years until gratitude really became a way of life. And interestingly enough, I just picked it back up again. Every night before I go to bed, I'm making a gratitude list again. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, and even though gratitude is very much a part of my life, I thought, well, how could I make it even more a part of my life? And I felt like, why not go back to basics? So I'm Mm -hmm. writing a gratitude list again. And something about putting it on paper makes it very powerful for me when I see it written down. It's much more powerful than just thinking about it for me. So, Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, loving, loving. That's such a loving thing to do for myself um, and for all the people around me because, of course, you know, my dogs and my son and people I, I love and I'm close to, they make it on that list a lot. Mm-hmm. So when I look at them the next morning, you know, when I open my eyes and my dog's staring at me, telling me to get up because I have to let them out, <laughs> instead of grumbling like, oh, can I just sleep for five more minutes? You know, instead of grumbling, I just look at his little face and I'm like, oh, I love you so much. And same, when I've just put my son on my gratitude list, the first thing I see him, I always love him in that, of course. But feeling that gratitude pour into me, the moment I lay eyes on him, it's like it lights me up. It just, it just mm-hmm. lights me up. So that's my tool that I've been uh, re-employing to, to excellent, excellent end. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. And going with that, of course, is the, the forgiveness. You know, mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to reach out and blame others. And yet, in fact, you know, it's us. We're the ones who think or feel or act. In, and we might listen to somebody else. However, I always use that that. Um, question if somebody asked you to step in front of a moving car would you do it (laughs) (laughs) so people can advise and it's on their best knowledge you know go and see this film it's absolutely fabulous well it's fabulous to that person and I might find it the same or I might not. However, it's my choice whether I go and see that movie. (laughs) And and so I can act on somebody else's advice. And isn't it interesting when money comes into it? Sometimes we we can have a different feel about it. (laughs) 
Yeah. Somebody can say, I'll go and see a movie, and well, that's okay. You know, you invest $10. Um, however, if somebody says, oh, I've got this really good deal, you know, da 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 da. And if it doesn't come through, it's interesting how we can take the blame out on mm. other people rather than going, oh, so who was the person who transferred that money? Right. No, nobody. Right. Who's the person that hit purchase, the, bu- the purchase button? That's yeah. right. Exactly. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> and uh, I, that is money and love. Are strange bedfellows. They are. Uh, I believe that um, money uh, can absolutely be infused with love. I look. I'm trying to get better at looking at money as more of a tool, uh, sort mm-hmm. of a neutral energy, rather than uh, a, an entity in and of itself. You know. <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to bring a lot more love to my money Mm -hmm. and that is helping tremendously Um, I'm bringing it into my gratitude list you know because there's that part of me that feels I never have enough it's never enough and Mm. I'm working with love specifically on shifting that that uh, that old because you know of course it has nothing to do with money it's you know enough is all about me and life and you know that whole not enough thing money just happens to be thrown into that category because you know it's definitely something we require for our survival on a day those of us that live in suburbia i guess if you lived out in in the middle of nowhere and lived off the land then you wouldn't really need it but i don't live that life <laughs> i live in right. american suburban <laughs> america in a small town so you know money is required so i'm i'm trying to bring uh more gratitude more forgiveness more compassion uh and also more um I guess, excitement or fun into the energy of money. Uh, money's mm-hmm. never really been fun for me. Uh, and so I'm, I'm trying to uh, bring some new energy and new life into it because I, I'm very committed to shifting my, uh, my experience and my, the, my core beliefs around money. Yeah, and that's an interesting point. Agnes Vivarelli is um, a person who has been on Angel Heart Radio several times. And she realized that a belief from her childhood about lack and how you had to work Mm -hmm. hard for money. And she changed that and was able to, uh, I guess, have affirmations that were different to that you know I I can create money through my creativity and she has managed to do that whereas she had grown up uh, with the belief that no no creative people and sometimes uh, people think to it can be I'm unable to create money through my spirituality and yet of course we can and but it's so often yes and and it can be a subconscious belief that yes. is holding us back I yes. I know I used to come from a lack where money was concerned whereas I realized that the more I open my palm and allow it to circulate the more that mm-hmm. comes back to me and it mightn't be in notes and coins 
I know that I'm being looked after. I might be offered some vegetables or offered something that allows me to hold on to the money I would have spent in the supermarket, Yeah, for yes. instance. And so to be able to give gratitude and to know that, yes, I am looked after, I, that I will always have enough. I will always I, have yes. sufficient. And that is such an important, important mindset to know that you have enough. And that Mm. life Mm -hmm. is enough. You are enough. You have enough and you are enough. That is um, critical for happiness, I think. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) And it has nothing to do with how much you have or where you live or things or money. You know, it's just, it is a mindset and how you feel about what you have uh, versus what you don't have. And that's, Again, where gratitude helps me a lot, really helps me a lot. When I start spinning out on not having enough, when I focus on gratitude, I do have enough. It, it's, a, it's phenomenal how it shifts my perception that I go yes. from freaking out because I don't feel like I have enough to, no, I'm good. I've got, mm-hmm. I've got enough. I have what I need and I'm good. <laughs> See, Danielle, that's where the people living in the developing countries, just from the very first time I went into one of those countries and met the people, materially, they have so little compared to us. And yet the joy and the love that shines through them. You know, you'll see children playing with stones in a plastic bottle. And yet... Happy, 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 yep. Exactly. And I think, my goodness me, I'm um, working in an op shop at the moment and I absolutely adore it. What comes to me all the time is that we have so much stuff because I don't know about in America, but here our op shops are overflowing with donations. Yes, we have our stuff called Goodwill, yes. Are called yes. Goodwill, and it is—it's a huge, huge organization in our country. And yes, they are overflowing with stuff. Mm-hmm. It's true. Now, Danielle, it would seem to me that we could go to a break, and then, well, a very special announcement, and then we have a very special visitor coming. Yes. People, mm, stay tuned. <laughs> You're listening to Angel Heart Radio. I'm Annette McCoy and Danielle Gibbons is my special guest today. And she has a very special relationship with Mother Mary. At the moment, we're going to listen to Anaya. Are you aware that the angels love you, support you, treasure you and see only the very best of you? Are you aware that you can call on these angels, these magnificent beings of love and tenderness, 24-7? Angellight777.com is a place of gratitude that I have built for the messages and guidance that the angels give to me to share with you, along with information, support, ideas, the Archangel Notes, Angel Heart Radio and Angel Life. 
and you can book a private reading with me there, angellight777.com. Please come and visit, but more importantly, please remember to call upon your angels for everything you could ever want for, wish for, hope for, or even imagine, because you deserve it and you matter in the world. What a lovely message from Anaya Joy Holily. Anaya founded Angel Heart Radio and boy am I so ever grateful to Anaya for doing so and also for her friendship. So please visit angellight777.com and see all of the wonderful things that Anaya shares and also from there you can see what's available on Angel Heart Radio. As I said before that little promo, I'm Annette McCoy. With me today on Angel Heart Radio is Danielle Gibbons and Danielle has a very, very special relationship with Mother Mary, channels Mother Mary. So at the moment, I would like to welcome Mother to the microphone. Mm. Thank you, beloved one. It is wonderful to be here with you again and all those who are listening. Mm. Well, Mother, I know that you love to appear on Angel Cart Radio because you always have a wonderful message for our mm. listeners. And it doesn't matter when people tune in, whether it's live now or at a later date, your message will be very timely. Indeed. Yes. That is the wonderful thing about um, classic wisdom, right? When you're ready, uh, you hear it from the source and the place and the time that you need in order uh, for it to resonate with you in that moment. So whether it's today or 10 years from now, it will be the exact right moment. Beautiful. So, Mother Mary, what is your special message for us today? I'd like to stay in keeping with uh, the subject of love that the two of you uh, have been talking about. And I'm grateful to you, beloved Annette, for choosing this because it happens to be my very favorite. Hmm? <laughs> and I want to uh, talk to everyone today about the nature of love, right? Love is a very powerful energy. As far as being human, it is the most powerful energy. It is the most intense. It goes to the greatest depth inside of you. And it is that which fills you with that sense of contentment, that it provides the feeling that you are connected to another, that there is intimacy with uh, others in your life. It is that 
that energy that you all search for, that you all strive for, and that you crave so very much as a human being. And today I want to offer uh, you a perspective that may not be something you often think about in relation to love. I'd like you all to think about the possibility of instead of defining love, letting love define you. So Mm. what I mean by that is uh, Danielle mentioned earlier that uh, what's helping her or working for her is that she's figuring out what love really means to her, right? But I would add that she is doing it in a way that she is not uh, defining love, right? She is not saying that love needs to be this and that and this and that. She is allowing love to make itself known to her. And she's doing so uh, by, through my direction. And it's working. And this is why it works, all right? Love is its own energy. It's its own force. It's its own uh, thing, so to speak, right? So it is, in some ways, it's already there in your life. When you try to put love in a box, you limit its ability. You limit the power of love in your life. It's okay that there are times when you state clearly that you need love to be X or you need love to be Y. That's completely understandable. And you can ask those things of love. Look, love, I need for you to show up for me in this way or that way. But better, better to explore the love that already is alive and vibrant inside of you. To ask, what is love inside me? What is this love inside of me? I know that I am loved and that I am love. So for you to look at love or uh, dive into love as an exploration rather than an expectation. So to allow love to show up in the way that it already exists within you uh, without you putting conditions on it, without you saying, well, it has to be like this, it has to look like this, it has to sound like that, it has to feel like this over here. Try to just allow love. Allowing seems so um, almost passive or, um, well, if I just allow love, then it won't come. It won't happen. I won't have it. But I would encourage you to shift your thinking and to consider that love is already happening. It's here, it's powerful, it's present in every moment. So instead of asking love 
to conform to your expectations, why don't you ask love how you can conform to, uh, to love? To ask, how can I align with love today? How can I choose love today? What does that feel like? What does that look like? What does that sound like, taste like, smell like? Hmm? Mm. That way, that way, you are uh, declaring or you're committing to the possibility that love could be even more powerful than you can imagine. That love can do more for you than you've allowed it to do before because you were putting it in a box or you were placing your expectations on love. And because as a human being, you have free will, love always (laughs) honors your free will, right? So if you want to align with something other than love, love respects that. Love allows that and says, I'll be here waiting uh, if you change your mind or if you decide otherwise. I'm always here for you. It Mm. can be frightening to let go of control around life or what might be more uh, better said as the illusion of control. Hmm? The power of love is easy when you allow it to be whatever it needs to be in any given situation. Because if you were to sit down and write uh, briefly about all the many ways that love has made itself known to you throughout your life, you would recognize that it varies. It's never just one way, right? There are Mm -hmm. many, many ways that love shows up in your life every day. When you keep allowing it to be what it is and not what you think you want it to be, it has the power to transform your fears. It has the power to quiet your anxiety. It has the power to relieve your worries. And it has the power to connect you with other people, with animals, with nature, with Mother Earth, with the divine. It is really in its essence, love is that beautiful connecting point or the glue that holds it all together, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to share today is to open to the possibility of setting aside your expectations about love and letting love show up for you the way it wants to show up for you. Beautiful. 
Mother, thank you so, so much. You are always so wonderful. welcome, beloved. <laughs> I, so welcome. I delight in having you, Angel Heart Radio. And a powerful message about love. And you mentioned control. And I know in the past I've been a control freak. And it can be mm. very difficult to let go control and simply to allow. Yes, it can, which is why you all need support, whether that support comes from others, from the divine, from nature. Uh, Don't deny yourself the support you need in order to make different choices in your life. It can be frightening. It's so easy to say it. Oh, just let go. You'll be fine. (laughs) But uh, you're clinging to the cliff face with your fingernails and uh, it can be terrifying, particularly if, as you said, people are like yourself who made a habit of control. But the best way to start is just little by little acknowledge or look at, write down little ways that you might be trying to control love. Don't start with the big things. Start small. And then you ask yourself, can I just let go of this, this one way that I seem to continually try to control love? It's small, but I see it, it's there, I keep doing it. Am I willing to just do something different today? So not engage in this one behavior. You start with one behavior, and when that habit changes, even if it's a very, very small thing, then it gives you the strength and the encouragement to try to shift another small thing, another way that you try to control love. And every time you shift, every time you're willing to let go a little bit more, love rushes in and shows you how extraordinary and wonderful and dynamic and safe that it is. Love is safe. No matter how risky it might feel, the safety comes with the experience of love, the energy of love, because you feel supported, you feel honored, you feel cherished, you feel filled, fulfilled, And all that equals safety. Hmm? Mm -hmm. We can be cosseted in love. Yes. That's a lovely word. Hmm. And we can be hard on ourselves. So (laughs) how timely to treat ourselves with love I have a girlfriend who is feeling unwell today and I said I hope 
you are pampering yourself. I hope you are mm-hmm. cosseting yourself and giving yourself tender, loving care, which here in Australia we shorten to TLC. Yeah. And I'm sure her body is, because this particular lass always is there for other people. And so her body is giving her a well-deserved rest. It's saying, ease up. You know, Correct. treat yourself as you so often treat others. And mother, how often do we put others ahead of ourselves? And I often think, you know, how would I treat my best friend that's how I'm going to treat myself today. Wonderful. That is a wonderful question to ask yourself. How would I treat my best friend? And then you do that for yourself. Wonderful. Well, I figure that unless I look after myself, I'm not going to be there for other people. So it really is important to treat ourselves as well as we can. And then, of course, we have the time and the love to share with other people. Exactly. When you are full, uh, you know the phrase from the Bible, my cup runneth over, right? <laughs> so, meaning that you are filled. And when you are filled, then it flows out of you to others and you are able to give you are able to serve simply for the joy of serving because your needs you've already seen to your needs so you are full oftentimes people confuse service and servitude service is when Uh you are full and you serve for the joy of serving Servitude is when you are trying to get others to fill you up, trying to get other situations and events to fill you up because you don't know how to fill yourself. And that mm-hmm. is exhausting. That is exhausting. So true. Mother, thank you so, so much for being with us today. I really, it's such an honor to have you here and also thank you to Danielle Gibbons for coming on to Angel Heart Radio once again if you would like to be in touch with Danielle please visit belovedpublications.com if you would like to know more about Angel Heart Radio please visit angelheartradio.com and I look forward to being with you again next week where I have another very important guest Edward Spellman will be with me and he wrote Uriel's Gift lots of love everyone have a super week bye for you've now. been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. 
Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts, co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.